Welcome to the Shaman Jessica podcast, where I share all about my work as a shaman. These episodes are purely based on my personal experience and opinions, and never a substitute for any medical advice. Let's begin our journey. Greetings, girl, and welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast episode. Today, I am going to answer a question from Nadine, who asked me if I still have ego moments and get triggered by people, experience anger, etc. And I really love this question because it allows me to kind of break down a lot of stereotypes that there are around people who do spiritual work, namely that they are more special than other people and somehow not human anymore. And this is definitely not the case. When you work with source energy, It just means that you have a specific ability or kind of like a talent that is more developed than in other people and that you use certain practices to access working with source energy. And to uphold that kind of source energy, which is really high, it cannot really coexist very well with low frequency energy like anger, ego, those types of lower emotions. But of course they do happen because we live in a world of polarity, duality, and the light just cannot exist without the dark. And I truly love when I get triggered now because I see that, hey, this is an invitation to grow somewhere. I truly believe that the day that you stop being triggered, and experiencing challenges and lower emotions is like the day that you're done. Like, you stop living. Because we actually need those moments as fuel to grow. And, you know, duality still exists in the spirit realm. Very much so. And I actually see that spirit, when I work with spirit, has such a deeper understanding and more blatant acknowledgement of what is bad and what is wrong than in the physical realm. I feel like in the physical realm, we're kind of in an era of like anything goes and there is so much darkness and so many triggers and destructive behaviors that are completely normalized. And in the spirit realm, there is such a fierce understanding of right and wrong, like light and dark. So when you bring that into your daily life all the time, it makes you more discerning and more devoted. Definitely in my case, for me, triggers are relatively, well, they're important in the sense that they help me to grow, but I have a goal, a devotion that is so much bigger than myself that puts everything into perspective. So say that I'm triggered first, and I have no shame in admitting this. First, I'll just be triggered. I'll just experience that emotion, anger, being pissed off, being frustrated. And then I'll think, hey, okay, what is happening here? And that's basically when the healing starts, when the integration starts. And often I will go into a journey, a shamanic journey for what's coming up for me especially with topics that are a little bit bigger or affect my work and 
What is so beautiful about journeying is, especially when working in specific places in the shamanic realm or specific spirits, I have already been given the tools or practices that I can do that help me become kind of like the hollow bone that um, Native Americans used to smoke. So that's very much symbolic for letting things pass through you without affecting you. And I have specific practices that I do. And also just being exposed to source energy in the journey is very grounding. And spirit will always have a way of redirecting me to the highest good for all, not just for me. And that basically takes all of the pressure off of me in a very beautiful, easy way and takes the personal emotion out of what's happening. So in that sense, it's redirected and transformed. But of course I get triggered. I mean, first of all, let's start with the fact that I'm on Instagram. There are so many weirdos on the internet that will just send you messages that sometimes you're just like, how, how is this person even interested or attracted to shamanism? Like, I will get the weirdest messages from people, people copying my work all the time. Um, and, you know, the first couple times that you see it and it happens, especially when it's people you trust or past clients, it stings a little bit because you're invested in those people. Um, and for me, I put so much time into sharing information and sharing experience and basically everything that I can do for the collective outside of journeying that when people just take what you have poured a lot of love and energy into um, a lot of work basically take it without crediting you um, that kind of stuff yeah it's super fucking annoying I'll be the first to say it but over time, it just becomes a compliment. And it's not about me because for me, in my work, I'm just a messenger. I just facilitate. I'm very clear about the fact that all of the beautiful healing that's conducted in the journey, I don't do that. Spirit does that. I just facilitate it. So the same with information that I share. I'm super committed to it. And every time something triggering happens and I see something that I'm like, okay, I wouldn't do that to another person. Um, I realize that I need to recommit to a goal that's higher than myself. And that just makes it really easy because when you are working in a way that's very intuitive and very divinely inspired, which is the space that I like to spend as much time as possible in, you see that only source is ultimately creative. Only the divine and God is ultimately creative. And when work is taken or copied, that's very much what the Belial do. So kind of like darker energy, which is not creative, which can only emulate and copy. But a, a situation that comes up that was the only thing that I can think of, even in starting my business, which happened really fast um, in kind of like a short time frame where I got a lot of uninvited criticism, um, a lot of 
feedback that I didn't ask for, a lot of triggering situations, especially around being visible, speaking about things that are not for everyone and don't resonate with everyone. You know, a lot of judgment comes with um, putting yourself in a position that I have chosen to put myself in um, willingly. There was really only one situation where a former apprentice of mine basically did not complete um, the program successfully, but decided to take my work and basically start studying it as her own. And first of all, when I this, this was basically brought to my attention, it really stung because I had never had a conflict with her in any way face to face. I poured a lot of time and um, invested a lot in her and in her growth. Um, and she never you know, informed me, consulted with me. We had had, um, you know, very, in my experience, like very mutually uh, understanding conversations about um, the meaning of this work being upholding the integrity and it being lived experience and basically making it your own. And the goal of it is to help as many people as possible. So I guess um, it's easier in spiritual work to kind of assume that people are dedicated to uh, the highest good and safety and ethics for all rather than uh, greed and integrity. But this is just simply not work that you can do without upholding the actual integrity behind it. So what bothered me ultimately most when I got past, you know, feeling a little bit betrayed is that that person is basically offering services that she um, is just not able to perform safely and successfully. So I had to ask myself, okay, how am I, um, able to take more responsibility and uh, make sure that this does not affect basically the work of Essene shamans out there that I am, uh, you know, responsible for in a way as well, training and uphold a higher quality for this work in the collective. So at first, the first time that this happened, I had to go inside because this is the thing about any trigger any anger, any frustration, it's always directed to yourself. It's never about your environment. This is also why trying to get other people to change doesn't work. Hey, 11-11. And also, it's not your place. It's not a sovereign way of being because when you're angry at someone else, you're just basically angry at yourself. This will always be the case if you look a little bit deeper into what's occurring that you put yourself in that situation. So where should you have put up a firmer boundary? Where could I have been uh, stricter? Or where, where can you take more responsibility and uphold uh, a higher level of sovereignty? That's always what it's ultimately about in any situation. So these situations are incredibly valuable because they mean that you can start to change yourself and not your environment that is creating the triggers. That's oh, If you find yourself 
asking yourself like why is my environment not changing and so messed up and triggering me all the time that's a martyrdom response your response should be sovereign it should always be asking yourself like okay how did i get into this and not in a way of um judgment or needing to punish yourself or sacrifice yourself but really in an empowering way like okay where can i empower myself more so for me it was really like how can i create a safer way of working where i do not have to worry about that kind of thing happening and ultimately people are responsible for their own actions so even if you have a very uh, even if you have contracts with people, like literally like legal contracts, still people can always, with their free will, choose to override any consent or integrity. And ultimately, they need to face the music at the end of the day. So it's always about yourself. So the question, do I get triggered? Of course, I get triggered all the time. I went with my boyfriend, especially when we were first together. We fought so much more. We actually would never fight now. But it was because I was getting triggered about things that were unhealed in me. When I healed those aspects of myself and integrated them, we haven't really had an issue ever since. And this sounds crazy and maybe too good to be true for a relationship that's like going on seven years and we're getting married. But it's really true. If you live in a sovereign way, you make sure that you are the most whole, sovereign, and healed that you can be. You take responsibility for yourself. And, you know, hopefully your partner is committed to their own growth in the same sovereign way. You really don't have anything to argue about because you always need to face yourself at the end of the day. So I hope that you can take away some more sovereignty from this message. Also for me, I take my work very seriously because it's so much bigger than I am in every way. I'm just like a tiny uh, piece of um, what is basically a movement of spiritual warfare that has always existed. And I try and do my best in that. But outside of my work, I don't take myself very seriously. I'm just not the type of person that takes themselves super seriously. Also, I stopped caring uh, what people think of me, like the moment that I entered high school pretty much and was exposed to all of the social politics going on there. So that helps as well. I have a very, um, very thick skin and when you are in that way sovereign and you're just responsible for yourself you will very automatically see that when people um, are triggered by you being yourself it's always about them too so what comes to mind is a protective meditation practice that you can try if you find yourself needing that. This is deviating a little bit, but if you imagine a hexagon of mirrors around you in which you can only see yourself and 
like all around 360 up and down you only see a reflection of yourself but in the same way your environment when they look at you they only see a reflection of themselves this is not just a powerful um, protection meditation but this is the most perfect metaphor or visualization of basically what sovereignty is in all of our interactions and triggers. Your environment mirrors you back to yourself and you mirror other people back to themselves. And I think what helps in my case as well is that I'm a very, I'm a double tourist. So I'm a very, what you see is what you get type of person. I am very honest and very straightforward as well. So I don't really like to leave unfinished business or things unsaid or, and I don't really leave space for loose ends, if that makes sense. And also in general, I'm just not the type of person that really gets angry quickly at all. And in terms of ego triggers, I've never, really taken myself seriously enough to get ego triggers. I get sovereignty triggers. So say that I get questions from people asking me to work for them, journey for them for free or give like free advice about personal situations via Instagram. I don't do that. I uphold very firm boundaries there, but that's really because I find that a breach of sovereignty, it's kind of a boundary violation. And it's very important for me to uphold because I am the only one that can uphold those boundaries. And when I don't, I start to resent my work. I start to resent being on Instagram. So that is very important to me. So I don't really get triggered when that happens because I know exactly how I handle those situations. So I build a lot of trust in myself because there's no soul fracturing around that area for me where I feel like I'm not heard or I overextend myself. So when you are healed on a soul level, which shamanic journeying does, you don't get triggered around random occurrences like that. So ego, if I get ego triggers, I find that an interesting question. Not really. I mean, you've seen from the beginning that I don't have any like vanity issues. I broke through that very quickly in the beginning, whether it was about my face on Instagram or my voice on here or my pronunciation because I'm Dutch, all of that stuff. Um, I don't really get triggered around that. And ego, like I explained, is more about valuing respecting myself and my boundaries so that's more about sovereignty for me and other than that i don't take myself very seriously at all i've always been someone who just loves to enjoy life and has a sense of humor around everything i'm not very judgmental i might seem that way but i am when it comes to right and wrong and trying to empower people to uphold their own sovereignty. But I'm not judgmental at all. And I've never taken myself really seriously. And also I have had such intense health issues and other trauma in my life. Those experiences are so humbling that you just don't sweat the small stuff. So 
this is my answer to your question, Nadine. And keep them coming. I love answering your questions. And I will see you on here soon. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave me a review that you feel is fitting and give me a follow because it helps more people to see my work and learn about shamanic journey. Have a beautiful day, you guys.